G'day punters, <clears throat> welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're out of the championships, we're out of the good races at, uh, in Sydney, but we've still got a few winners that we can find. Mark Sheen and Mark Roden are here to help me find some of those. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Just taking a quick look at the meeting, what's your thoughts? Yeah, we've got an interesting rail position. We're out to 11 metres. We've been out uh, to 11 and 12 about three times in the last 18 months or maybe a bit longer. Um, look, it's been hard to make ground recently, but I think this might be a, a good rail placement. Um, two of those three meetings have been inside off, so and one of them was a heavy track and it was outside rail was the place to be. So hoping it's uh, a little bit more fair than it has been in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Canterbury was diabolical on Wednesday and hard to make ground last week as well. So hopefully it's a little bit fairer. Yeah, that's all we can do is hope, I think, at this stage. Mark Roden, we've obviously lost a, a lot of the good horses, so to speak. But uh, do you have any any thoughts with the rail in this position? Yeah, I, I had a look at the two meetings in the last, uh, the, in 2021 that were run in this kind of position. Yeah, it's yeah, there were 19 races in the in, over the two meetings, and nine winners came from 15 running or worse, which is yeah, just a little sign that they might. Um, be able to make ground running line probably the best spot rather than fence or three deep or wider. Uh, look, I think it's going to be pretty wet again. Uh, they've given out a 619 Peno, which um, is actually considerably higher than last week, but it was quite wet and quite testing anyway. So I think, um, yeah, just the extra rain they got yesterday or last night, whenever it was, uh, has just tipped it back into it's look, it's going to effectively be a 10 again, I think, no matter what happens from here on in. Uh, we're going to focus on the Quaddy League. So we'll start with race seven. It's benchmark 94 over 1,100 metres. And Andermatt is $1.60. You've got Dragonstone at seven fifty. best available Friday morning. Uh, Maria Mia is $8.50. And then Lord <laughs> Olympus out to 11 uh, It's me, the one is out of this field. Mark Sheen, any interest here with the favourite? Oh, look, if he repeats that last run, uh, he probably wins. Uh, he has been gelled at this preparation. In the past, he's been very good fresh. He's won, I think, first up every preparation. And then he's put in one good run second up at Rose Hill where he ran second to Anders. But apart from that, normally his second up run's been a bit iffy. But um, he did parade really well at Canterbury the other day and maybe the gelding uh, has turned him around. I don't know if he'd be rushing to take a dollar sixty, but I think if you did repeat that performance, uh, it'd be pretty hard to beat. Dragonstone meets him considerably better at the weights and finish six lengths behind him there, but that does look the form, um, in my opinion. They did run very good sectional times, uh, considering what happened through the day there, and away from that, I'm struggling to find something to back. Mark Roden, do you have any interest here? No, no, I, I couldn't take a dollar sixty. But to be honest, in my market, the second pick I've got no double figure odds. So you know, you're casting very wide to try and get him beaten. Um, probably right spot at Canterbury, but it was a very impressive win. His last hundred was fantastic. He really attacked the line, and if he does turn up in that sort of order again, it is very hard to see him beaten. But look, on my figures, that was a career peak run. Uh, I know there were extenuating circumstances, <coughs> extremely wet track, and also the track pattern. But um, just taking a dollar sixty horses that are coming off a career peak isn't my go. Never has been, and never will be. But um, that said, I think it's um, yeah, you're pretty optimistic if you're trying to get him beaten as well. So either yeah, I don't know. I'm just staying it. Okay. Uh, race eight on the card is a benchmark seventy-eight over the mile, and 
Spanish Point, the four, and Sindicato has just come out, the 12. So Diamo is favourite, uh, $2.40 from Le Chavalier, which is going up there to Randwick at $4.20. Phillipsburg, $9.00. Majorati, $11.00. Uh, tampering and Beth and Porter at $12. Marching, your thoughts here in race eight? Yeah, look, there doesn't look to be many chances. Um, this favourite was impressive uh, winning. He was very soft first up at Canterbury and a suitable distance. That was a meeting where they switched the races and shortened the race. So first up, he was an unsuitable trip. He then stepped up to a mile and uh, he just played with them there the other day. I think three winners have come out of that race since um, from the bush one, main stage one. So form's been pretty fanked and just looking at him, he looked like he'd probably still improve, uh, still had improvement under his belt. Uh, La Chevalier's a good wet tracker, hard to knock her. She's raced well at Ramwick on the heavy in the past and Phillipsburg's the other one who just does like the wet. But uh, I think he might be going places, Diamond. Okay. Your thoughts here, Mark Roden? Yeah, I, his first up run was fantastic and he... You know, as good again, winning second up. I, I said after that, he's certainly way better than midweek class. Probably, he's probably, you know, probably winter listed level at least, uh, I think. Um, and I think this will just be a stepping stone on the way for him. A, a two, what's the end of now? 240 ish. Yeah, that, that's probably a bet. It's probably a bet. And I think Le Chevalier is really uh, the only danger, to be honest. They're the only two I've got in single figure odds. Um, and I think I'll just back Dime. I've got a little bit of an opinion of him. Uh, just, well, sorry, dependent on, you know, He's drawn the outside gate, assuming that's not a problem, and we don't think it will be, or not as much as it has been. Uh, he's probably near a good thing again. All right, that's a decent enough push there in race eight for the favourite. Race nine on the card is a benchmark 88 over 1,300 metres. There's quite a few scratchings, 1, 8, 9, 12, and 13, which leaves O President narrow favourite at $3.60 from Taksu at three eighty. Rustic Steel, you can get $4. Kinlock is 5 then you're out to Zing at 10. Mark Sheen, uh, any order here for the almost three joint favourites? Yeah, and uh, Kinlock there is in at Tamworth today, so uh, more than likely, obviously, will be scratched if it's running at uh, Tamworth. So there will be a bit of percentage come out uh, as well. Look, there, there wasn't a lot between uh, three of these at Newcastle last time they clashed, uh, President Taksu and Rustic Steel. Rustic Steel did go to pieces uh, before the race on that occasion. He paraded much better at Ramick the other day, loomed up to win, but didn't right, go right on with it. Um, look, I'm going with Taksu here, just because no leaders won at Newcastle that day. And he drew um, inside of a president where he's able to maybe come across from the wide alley and take up the running here. Uh, but that, look, there's not a lot between the three of them. But I think that just these heavy bog conditions might suit uh, Taxu a little bit better. It probably wasn't as heavy at Newcastle as it was at Rose Hill when he won. So uh, I just think these really heavy conditions will suit him possibly a little bit better. So I'm with Taxu, not a lot between them though. Okay, Mark Roden, any thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a betting race for me. I've got them pretty close together. I've, I've got the, the slightest of leans to Rustic Steel over Taxu and I just slightly prefer those two to our president. I think he was probably best suited at Newcastle of the three of them. Uh, and I thought Rustic Steel was probably the least suited the way the track was playing. Although they did go out. Taxi did lead at a very fast pace. Mm -hmm. run too. And that's why I've got the two of them close together. And so does the betting. I mean, if I was, if I was forced to get involved in the race, I'd probably lay O President as favourite for something. But I'm not, I'm not heavily potting him by any means. I just think oh, I slightly prefer six and seven to four. But 
I don't have much definition uh, in my market and not much edges either. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty plain race just on the looks of things. Race 10 on the card, benchmark 78 to round it out, 1,400 metres. Favourite is Francesco Guardi at $4.20 from Nikau Spur at $5.50. You've got $6 for too much caviar, $8 for you called it. Bethancourt, uh, $13 with different strokes at $14. Toretto at $15, sort of just meanders out from there. Mark Sheen, any thoughts in the last? Yeah, look, I like Nick Spur here. I thought it was a great run at Canterbury the other day. Uh, made ground from back in the field, which is hard to do at Canterbury. Um, he does uh, seem to handle these conditions. I think that draw will be okay by this stage of the day. Um, he's up to 1,400 metres, which is another tick in my opinion. Uh, Francesco Gardi doesn't have any known form in this sort of ground, and he is first up on testing ground. Did have a pretty easy trial the other day. Um, so I'm not sure about him whether he'd be, be up to the mark quite yet. He might be, but um, I'd rather uh, be on something that's had a run this preparation. So five Nick Spur for me. I think he'd be very hard to beat. Good push there for Nick Spur. Mark Roden? Uh, I've got a pretty open. Um, I, I've ended up with Francesco Gardi on top, but not a bet. And I'm just, I mean, it is guesswork on what's going to be a heavy 10, but he's by Frankel. They tend to handle it. They're pretty good stats on the ground. So, but I'm not, no, what is he, $4 or something? Yeah, no, not for me. Uh, Nick Spur, um, definite danger. And I've got too much caviar. Just always puts himself in the race and probably at his peak now. He, he was the other main chance, but it, oh, that's almost exactly the way the market sees it. Just checking the market here. Yeah, so the, there's no no bet for me at this stage. Um, look, if, if runners on are winning, I, yeah, I could make the case to lean to Nick Spur. Uh, beyond that, I was out to Bethancourt, who handles the wet okay, and then a bunch of them, to be honest. And that's, sorry to do it again, but I'm not really enthused about this one either. <laughs> It does really appeal uh, as one of those meetings that has no appeal. So with that in mind, I'll try and get to your best plays on this card, Mark Sheen. I'll start with yourself. Yeah, well, it's just a fill-in meeting before Hawkesbury and Scone, really, isn't it? So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, look, it's, I think Nick Alstur would be, be hard to beat in the last, but, um, yeah, look, it's not a day to be getting too involved, I wouldn't think. I think, as I said, I think Nick Alstur, Elias in race number four looks pretty hard to beat as well. Um, but uh, hopefully the track's a bit fairer than it has been of late. Yeah, for sure. Mark Roden? Yeah, got a few, few I'm interested in, but the, the rain yesterday, just knocking the track back to a genuine, really heavy, just slowed me up a bit. I think I'm going to back Diamil. Uh, I won't do anything there yet, though, I think. Uh, I wanted to back Key Royale, but I wouldn't be surprised if they scratched it now. I thought the track might be on the improved, but if it's going to be really, really wet, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'd want to be on him. Uh, I gave Mr. G a chance against Elias just on the grounds that um, Elias got a really fast pace uh, that day. I think he's, he's certainly got something, but it might, this looks pretty slow to me. And I thought if Mr. G's ridden with a bit of um, initiative, he might give a side at a bigger price. And the two-year-old's an interesting race. Um, it's Canterbury form, but Zoo Gotcha and Zoo Tiger, um, you can make cases for both. Zoo Gotcha, I mean, he, great time. The race was put on for him, to be honest, by Zoo Tiger. I don't think there'll be three lengths between them again, but... Um, I think Zoo gotcha has got something, and uh, I'll back him and maybe save on Zoo Tiger. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to wait and see to some extent. Really stands out those two runners in the yeah. first race. It's just a case of do you trust that uh, one start on the Canterbury heavy and going yeah. to the Grand Week. So. It, it's an, a lot of people who've done, you know, who follow Sydney form are, are untrustworthy of Canterbury form coming to other tracks, but... Um, 
figures-wise, that was super impressive uh, on my stuff, and I think I'm going to have to play it. In, uh, well, Looked a nice filly in the yard too. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And uh, Willinger Beast had a similar-looking profile. So exactly. Yeah. And so. then came out and played, yeah. yeah. All right, very good. Thank you very much to you both. Uh, we've obviously got a busy weekend ahead with uh, Anzac Day Racing as well there at Kenzo on Monday. So all the best over the next couple of days, guys. Go well, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you. Thanks, Pete.